It's the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR with housing information you can trust. Now here's the Inside Guy, Chuck Bridenstine, and the Outside Guy, Ken Calverly. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday edition of Housing Information You Can Trust right here on AM760 WJR. We're thrilled to be here with you for the next two hours. How you doing, partner? I'm doing well. We're going to make the show about the listener, correct? Yes, sir. Cool. Yes, sir. I say we open the phone lines ASAP and let people yell, shout, scream, complain. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Today's going to be a good day to get out before the rain hits and get some stuff done around the house. I was out, Chuck. I, I thought about you all day yesterday. This ought to be good. What do you, what do you mean? You know, you're starting to wear on me. <laughs> that I get. You are. So all day yesterday. Everyone in my life. <laughs> I, I had to go out and mow the lawn, but it was just too hot, and I was worried about the environment. It was, I'm sure yesterday was one of those. What did they call those years ago? The um, Environmental Action Day? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Something like that, which you don't hear that phrase anymore. Well, I created it, pal. Oh, did you really? Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> um, so I decided around 8.30, quarter to 9 last night, to go out and mow the lawn because it was cooler out, and I, I thought so about it. I wanted to be good on the environment. You, you enhanced the friendship with your neighbors. Oh, there you go. It was a beautiful night last night. It really was a good night to mow the lawn. And Actually, I got a riding lawnmower, so it really wasn't that tough. We had a beautiful waxing moon in the south there. But uh, so you used your headlights? I did. I, You know, years ago. No, 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 no. I, I didn't need to lose, use my headlights. It wasn't dark out? No, not by that time. I used to do that all the time when I was working eight days a week decades ago gotcha i'd come home and mow in the dark i mean people must have thought i was nuts yeah but you were in the country back then that was normal in the heart of the you're on a dirt road right yeah yeah that was normal back then i did that many times it's just why weird it dark to out. think about isn't it all you got to worry about is mosquitoes yeah i mean i never thought twice about it I didn't, right you just did it you know you still had your work clothes on you were still dirty from work <laughs> you just jumped on the mower when i had uh, all those acres to mow i'm i'm guessing i probably owed or, or mowed around 4 acres at one time total and that's at, a lot it helped. i tell me about it buddy um so at the end the last 2 years we lived at residence i had it done uh, i was Did just you too really? busy yeah i what was did just you pay for that about 100 bucks that's all yeah a buddy of mine came in didn't live far away. You yeah, couldn't I'll, I'll be buy the gas to do it today. Not today, no, no. But I'd like to know. We should talk to our buddy Pat Kelly because he's mowing four or five acres. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got commercial grade machines, and it's still a day project for him. I think. Right, right, right. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Taking any and all of your housing questions. You guys have been sending us a lot of great emails. Um, and we really appreciate it. But let's let's do this. Hey, we're going to start off the, the show with a friend of ours. Let's talk to Bruce in Sterling Heights. Good morning, Bruce. You're on with the guys. Good morning, guys. I just happened to be listening yesterday, and I couldn't uh, couldn't call in because I was in the wrong position about the guy with the thermostat uh, inaccuracy. I found a couple during my career that take them off the wall and feel the air behind it where that hole is where they bring the wires through. Because sometimes you have return air leaking in there, attic air, uh, a modular that I did, it was attic air leaking in there. Their bedroom was so hot, 
they couldn't stand it. All we did was put a little insulation behind the thermostat and duct taped it. So sometimes that, that can sense. affect the thermostat where you think it's being affected by the room temperature. That makes perfect sense, and the proof of that is anyone that's ever walked up to a, a receptacle on a cold day outside on an inside wall, you can feel that uh, cool air coming through there. So that's a great exactly. tip, uh, Bruce. They didn't, they didn't used to seal all those drill holes for the wires either, so <laughs> no, they're doing a better that, job yeah. of fire stopping them now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great tip, Bruce. There's Thank nothing, you. There's nothing like a one-inch hole right above your thermostat going to the attic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and God forbid it even ends up in a return air like you you suggested the possibility of, yeah. which I, yeah. I wouldn't put it past people. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you so much for the tip, Bruce. Hey, what have you, a good one, what guys. You, plan- you guys always do great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bruce. We appreciate your call, sir, always, as always. Great guy. Ever listened to the show. I mean, been a master electrician, right? Yeah, his entire life. So if we need any information. Bruce is there to help us, right? Well, to our we have a lot of those. To our knowledge, he hasn't lied to us yet. <laughs> I'm sure he has not. <laughs> I'm sure he has not. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Chuck, we got an email this week. A lady has a sunroom on her back deck, and it's a raised back deck, and there are a lot of those out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing, if somebody ever decides to get that done, they've really got to make sure before they put that sunroom on to inspect the deck below, especially where the deck meets the house, which is at the ledger, and right where the the deck supports go into the ground because those are the two most common places where the deck's going to fail. And before you put that much weight on there, you better make sure you have the right professional to come out and tell you it's okay to put that much weight on there. I agree with you. It's funny because we used to do second-story additions. We'd tear off the roof and put a second-story addition on existing homes. It must have been fun. You know what? It's the old thing about the first one, the heck of a learning experience. <laughs> yeah. After that, you realize you know what you should have done, and then you do it. And it's pretty cool, really, because we got to the point where in a couple of days, three days, we could have a roof off and, and a new addition framed in. Uh, and ready for shingles to be stacked on it. You know, it, it was it was a really cool thing to do. But having said that, it goes back to what you just said. We had to make darn sure that everything below that was going to support the additional load. Right. You know, the load transference from walls above, roof above, point loads above was going to be properly distributed to the existing 40, 50, 80-year-old walls and to the existing foundation and footing. So... Same thinking applies whether it's a house or a deck. I agree, but if someone is thinking about this, no matter how high the deck is up or down, make sure it goes through the city and the proper permits are pulled because they're going to watch your back. That is their job. I'm with you. Yep. You know, one of the hardest things and one of the biggest fears homeowners have, Chuck, is calling a plumber. Huh. They don't know who to call. They're worried about pricing. And the horror stories, you know, that he, he was here for 10 minutes and he charged me, you know, $1,000 or whatever. Right, know? right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But Waterwork Plumbing has been a team part of the Inside Outside guys for probably close to 10 years now. I don't think we've had one complaint, just solid praise. You need an honest, quality plumber called Waterwork Plumbing today. 
Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS. Hey, a real quick uh, digression. Real quick. The article we had, the Detroit News, talked about what you kind of went into with the break there with with a plumber, just so happens. Uh, Get that contact in early before you have the emergency. You know, have them come out, do an inspection on your, your system, your pipes. We gave a whole list of things that they can look at and suggest to you in that article. You know, and whether it comes to plumbers or whatever trade it comes, no matter what. The guys, you know, it's one of those things. We suggested plumber and heating, ventilating, air conditioning company. Uh, you know, so critical, so critical to have those two in particular because heat goes out, it's an emergency. AC goes out, it's an emergency. Water goes out, and it's, it's an emergency. Wow. Wow. Eight, 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 six, five, four guys. Cool. I like it. So we'd like to hear from you. We got people on the phone. Yeah. Let's let's go right to those phone lines and talk to Bob. Bob, are you with us? Bob? Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Oh, good. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> How can we help you? Well, I, I, I called in yesterday and uh, about the uh, sinkhole problem behind my garage. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you suggested I call back if I had any developments, but you did uh, suggest or recommend that I dig down uh, near the foundation uh, and see what was under there. Um, so okay. I did that. And I did find that this, it is a slab, and uh, it's eight inches thick. And I I dug along about maybe 36 inches just to make sure I was going far enough to the center of the grass. So, yeah, I have a slab there, and I did realize also that maybe, I'm not sure, but it would part of the problem with the water issue that caused the garage corner to sink. I put uh, crushed gravel there uh, a few years back to, so I could set a utility trailer there. And okay. I don't know if that created it, created part of the problem for the water to just sit there. Is it better to just have left it, you know, grass? And uh, and one more thing I want to have you, if I, before I forget, Am I going to have to have the garage plate jacked up along with replacing the cement? So there's a lot there. I'm sorry to put all that in there. No, that's okay. Um, first of all, do you have to replace the cement, or, or do you think that the concrete slabs could be lifted? Oh, you know what? Um, well, the crack is about an inch wide, and like I was mentioning yesterday, in the corner where it meets the center uh, joint expansion seam, it's lifted up about two inches. So I don't know. That That's a good question. Uh, it just looks ugly, you know, <laughs> but that's a good sure. question. No, believe me, we understood the problem and still do. It is, let me ask, this is going to sound crazy. Is one slab lifted up or are other slabs sinking? Or is um, it both? 
Yeah. Uh, well, the whole left side of the garage is, tw- well, it's it's pretty much on the l- left uh, quarter quadrant, I guess you'd call it, the, the, where the seam or the crack runs from the middle of the left side of the garage to the center on a little bit of an angle. But it looks like that one section there is the only problem. Everything else seems to come together uh, to the right to the slab on the right and it meets my driveway in the front of the garage pretty evenly so it looks like yeah just that one section is tilted way down about three inches in the left corner you know and then okay so it's down in one corner up in the other yeah exactly okay yeah so Initially, I think our our uh, advice goes back to what Ken had told you yesterday. Talk to Brett at uh, A1 and and have him take a look at it. Okay. I think that makes the most sense. They may be yeah. able to pump jack that right back into place, and then all of your other issues, they don't go away. Then you still want to modify that exterior grade to make sure that doesn't happen again. I don't think the gravel was a negative. Actually, oftentimes... We we like the idea. Uh, if you could really put a crush, you said a crushed gravel, a crushed concrete, in there, and compact it such that any water that falls down on top of it will run off. You know, over time that'll get as hard as a sidewalk would. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That all right. Do you still have that, Do you still have the number we gave you yesterday from a for a one? Yeah. Yeah. Brett, is it Rhett or Brett? Like Brett. Brett, Brett Butler and. You can always okay. go to the inside. Anyone listening, go to the insideoutsideguys.com at any time, and they can find it there under concrete leveling. Got it. Okay. Great. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Uh, we appreciate you. You stay in touch with us, okay, Bob? Thanks. I, I will let you know. Thank you. Let's go to Matt in Ann Arbor. Good morning, Matt. You're on with the guys. Hey, good morning. Um, we have a old wooden deck that's, you know, mildewy and, you know, just looks bad. We tried to wash it yesterday, and um, we used a product that I've heard advertised, and it, it did nothing. So what's a good deck wash for um, uh, wood? Well, is it is it treated, old treated wood, or is it cedar? Yes, it's old treated wood. If it's old treated wood, it's harder wood. It's a yellow pine, and it can withstand a little more aggressive power washing. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of products that Ken and I would use. I mean, you've got you said it's mildewy, got a lot of mold and mildew yeah, it, on you know, it. Probably. Kind of, yeah, Go black, ahead. blackish mildewy. Yep. And that's and that's normal. I tell you what we would do is. If you don't have a power washer, just go rent one at a local big box store. But what's important is that you soak the deck for a while first. If you have a sprinkler, put a sprinkler on it. It's just like soaking a pan. And uh, start Mm -hmm. with the power washer at a far end that's not as noticeable, wide stream, back and forth. I got to tell you, I've done, I think I've done hundreds of them over my career, and and it makes them look brand new. I mean, if that's deep and aggressive mold, you could use a white vinegar. Uh, solution with warm water to soak it, like Ken said. Uh, but boy, right. if it's yellow pine treated yeah. lumber, I wouldn't hesitate to be somewhat aggressive with a power washer. Okay, yeah, we have a that, power washer, so I can easily do that. Okay, cool. 
All right, have at it and let us know what happens. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, we want to remind people that if your house has gotten ugly over the years, and they all do if you don't take care of them, then we've got a solution to get rid of the house uglies. And it is backed by the owner's guarantee of performance, both of labor and materials. Who the heck could I be talking about except pro-home improvement? You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Having more fun than we deserve to have, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We'll get to Patty and Sterling Heights in just a second. In the meantime, let's talk to John in Commerce Township. Good morning, John. You're on with the guys on WJR. Good morning, guys. I have a situation here. Please help me, of course. Uh, I have a low slope, one, maybe one and a half by 12 pitch. Uh, cannot use shingles. I was wondering a couple questions. I need masonry and stuff like that for the chimney. But what type of material would you feel is best? EPDM, TPO, there's more. And then also, I understand my chimney's falling apart. Chimney needs to be done back to back chimney first then it doesn't leak and you do the roof right after so a good mason and a good uh roofer and of course what material please before we do that tell mindy we said hello will you please thank you how did you know (laughs) i can't tell you on the radio yeah no she she actually sent us an email oh (laughs) Good, so, uh, good. She, yeah. We want clarification. I, I don't know if she explained it well or, or what. I she don't did. know. But... Better than you. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, no, I'm God. sorry. I, I had to say that, John. <laughs> I know. We have to defer to the women. communicators than we are. Let's be honest with you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. You know, Kanga right. Roofing, uh, the folks at Kanga Roofing, there, there are a lot of really good, essentially seamless roofing products out there today. The EPDM has really proven itself over time, but there are others. And I know they, they use them all, and they guarantee their work. Um, the one-and-a-half-inch uh, per foot of run slope is a very low profile. Uh, we see that mm-hmm. on some older homes. How old is your home? 1956. Can you spell the oh, name of that? Go roofing company forgive me yeah no absolutely yeah talk to four seasons kanga we can give you a phone number if you got a pen bill jr so you want to talk to yeah he is you've heard him on the show he is a great guy intelligent you can trust Uh him if they tell you they can do it they'll do it and they will they can how do you spell kanga k-a-n-g-a i don't know yes correct yep yep okay and phone number great Go ahead. Five eight six. Yes. Five six six. Zero three zero eight. And take a look at our website. We have other we have other ones that we trust just as much. They're all great companies and all can handle your job. Thank you. And then masonry and all that, and help educate me here a little bit. I ask good questions or sound at least like I know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Thank you. For the masonry, we want you to call Brickworks Property Restoration. Brickworks. 
Okay. Very easy to remember. 877 Masonry. M A S O N R Y. 877. Thank you. I think I just heard the commercial and I wasn't ready. I was doing stuff. Uh, 877, say again, please. Thank you. Masonry. M A S O N R Y. People always want to call it Masonry and I always make to take the second. <laughs> I know one. it. Yeah. Masonry. There's a difference. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, one's right, right so one's good roofing company. <laughs> good roofing company, others on your website, and then Brickwork, um, yep. yeah. Property Restoration, thank you. All right, and you're not really, you say EPDM, and there's others good out there too, uh, good material. There really are. I, I wouldn't hesitate. I've had seamless EPDM on travel trailers, you know, and never, ever had an issue, much less on a static commercial building. Uh, or residential, uh, you know, buildings. So I wouldn't hesitate either way. They've got, you know, for I a do. house, they go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, for a house, I don't want to miss it, but I wanted to tell you about a part that is flat and what you thought about it. But go ahead. Don't lose your thought there. Help. Thank you. Well, go actually, I, I mean, they're effectively seamless when they're done, when they're installed by a professional. And, right. And the same thing would go for the flat roof. We'd make sure that was redone at the same time. It's it's at the lower slope of the eave, I'm sure. So they would do that this first. This is totally flat. It was, up. Yeah. This was an addition they put on. I don't know if it's 15, 16 by 30, 32, something like that. And it's totally flat. It's almost like you can use it as a deck. It's uh, You can come right off the patio with three steps. So I didn't know what material that would be good for. If you did use it with a deck, you know, leg chair uh, chair legs and stuff like that and whatever. Would be then what a good you'd material. be looking at some slightly different materials. Um, and there are a lot of product out there that were developed on the Gulf Coast, Florida, for that type of thing where they essentially are the roof of a space below and, and they're the floor of a deck above. But uh, here's one thing they all have, Chuck, is a warranty put behind them. Yeah. So any of the company that's going to come out is going to put their top warranty behind them, and that's that's really what you have to worry about more than anything else. If they're willing to stand behind it, then I, if I were you, I wouldn't worry about it a bit once it's on. So, hey, bud, we got to get right. some other callers. Hopefully that helps you, okay? Thank you. You bet. You're very well, Thank you, day. John. You, you too. too. Bye bye. Let's talk to uh, Patty next on the Inside Outside guys. How you doing, Patty? Good morning. I have an addition, about twenty five years old, and um, in I'd say the last uh, five seven years, I could smell an odor when it is warm out, um, and it smells to me like cheese, smelly Limburger cheese. Now, um, in January. I took all the molding off around the windows and along the floor on that uh, that wall and around the door wall, pulled all that insulation out and put foam insulation in and put new molding on, um, thinking maybe that was the insulation or the molding that was smelling. I painted that wall also, but I still have that odor. I have five, um, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, five vents that are under this crawl. You cannot go under the crawl. It was built on top of a cement slab. Um, two of the vents are permanently closed off because it's under the deck and the animals were going in. I, I don't I don't know where else to start um, to try to eliminate that smell. Okay. 
if Chuck and I could go out to every one of these homes and help people, we would. But we can't. So in lieu of that, we have a gentleman named Terry Russell from Blessed Assurance Home Inspections that can come out and take a look at this inspector for you. And he has little robots with cameras on that he can send under that crawl space and take a look what's underneath there. But from everything that you're saying to us, it sounds like you probably have some mold in the crawl space. We both said crawl space. Yeah. Yep. Um, a couple options as you move forward, once Terry discovers or confirms what we think is going to be the truth, you can either condition that air down there, which would mean somebody would have to get in there and insulate and, and do all kinds of stuff. Or you could uh, have SPC come out and put glass block and insulator uh, insulating vents uh, that are literally integrated into the glass blocks where those vents are. Critters won't get in then. Right. Right. Okay. So our first call what would be to Blessed, Blessed Assurance Home Inspections. Assurance. Yes, ma'am. Okay. The phone number? Blessed 248. Yep. 248 yep. 722 4288. 722 4288. That's the 248, yep. Terry. Blessed yep. Assurance Home Inspection. I'll start with him. And uh, see where we go. Uh, yeah, so if you're thinking that is mold, I'm, I'm breathing that in then. If you're smelling it, you're breathing it. Yeah. Now, just because it's mold doesn't mean it's a, it's a majorly toxic mold, so don't worry. If you're feeling okay, don't worry right now. We would try to vent, maybe keep a window open um, in there until Terry gets out, but it's something that can be fixed, okay, once Terry comes out and takes a look at it. And okay. we trust Terry 100%. So once Terry comes out and takes a look at it, go from there, okay? Don't panic in the meantime, please. Oh. No, no, I won't. I guess I was just so disappointed after I spent all that money with the contractor to pull all that mo all the molding off and re-insulate and did all that, and it, it didn't help, you know, so. Well, um, yeah. based on My what you told us, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to tell you, the Go work on. that you said you did will serve you well over time putting spray foam in there. So that's a good thing, even though you didn't want to do it. And if you were smelling it back then, he didn't do anything to um, stop the smell or go after the smell. So that's not going to go away on its own. Okay. 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 I'm going to call right. them Monday morning. Thank you so much. They're, they're not far from you. You're, bye -bye. you're very welcome. Okay. Hey, after the break, we're going to talk to Paul. And we're going to continue to take your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. You know, if Clarkson Window and Door had installed those windows to begin with, we could have guaranteed her that there would have been spray foam in the small gaps between the jam and the house frame. Absolutely. You know, their windows are, are made in the Great White North, and they are some of the best out there. Our competitors love their love their windows. Clarkson Window and Door, Doors, Windows, Garage Doors. If you need them, consider them. You can find them at theinsideoutsideguys.com. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. 
Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. Uh, this, this show's going to pass really quickly, so we just want to remind you that you've got a little over an hour to contact us at 888-654-GUYS. Let's talk to Paul in Troy. Good morning, Paul. You're on with the guys on WJR. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, sir. As the executor of my mother's estate, I'm trying to sell her house. And yesterday, the inspector came to look at it for the buyer, and they found, due to the heavy rains, that there was some water leaking out of that uh, clean-out door at the bottom of the chimney for the furnace. The ash And maybe shoot. about two cups of water were down in there. Sure. Uh, it, it, well, the area was filled. There's a cavity in the bottom of it that was full of water, and there was maybe about a, two cups of water on the floor. Sure. We know exactly so what you're talking about. Okay, perfect. So you're looking for a says that my uh, drain tiles are all plugged, and I need to get them jetted out. Which Your I inspector's don't know wrong. That's really the case. It's not. That's Your inspector's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that is a well, that's, that's a cavity underneath there. Right, water always wins, and it's a a big cavity in the ground that basically it's, it's the easiest place for the water to go to for now. Eventually that will fill up and start overflowing, overflowing more. Has nothing, and I mean nothing to do with your drain tiles. So there's a way to fix it, and how they, how they repair that is they will jackhammer out, oh, about 12 inches out from the wall and about three feet or two feet on each side of that um, ash chute. They will dig down about three feet. Fill it full of pea pebble. They will put a piece of corrugated pipe with a sock in there. They will then put a, uh, for lack of a better word, a plastic piece of plywood, if that makes sense. It's a four-by-eight sheet, uh, heck, an eighth of an inch thick, and it goes over the wall right in that area. And then it gets secured to the wall. The concrete goes back, is replaced on the floor, and what happens at that point is it will continue to leak. You're not going to stop it from continuing the leak. What it will do at that point is go, you'll never see the water. The water will go into the groundwater uh, um, behind the so they would do that sheet. on the inside. Of, they wouldn't they, dig up the outside would, of the house. They'd do it on the goodness. inside in the basement. Yeah, goodness, no. On the outside, that's probably a fifteen dollars to $20,000 fix. On the inside, you're probably talking two to four, somewhere in that area. On the inside, you're probably talking two to four, somewhere in that area. Okay. We also tell people uh, make sure that you know that you're not inviting water to that area. Good point, Chuck. Uh, modify the grade outside if need be. Uh, put a sealer on the brick, like Ken and I always talk about. If you have any downspouts in that area, get them extended. Yep. Yep. There are no downspouts in this immediate area, but I know that the slope is wrong, and we were planning on fixing that. But uh, well, the house is going up for sale, so we didn't want to. Uh, yeah, we understand. You know, ain't it the truth? You know, something else, something else you can consider, don't know if you've got the grade to do it, but if you put a little um, French drain in the soil uh, right about at the drip line of your roof outside of that wall, maybe 10 or 20 feet worth, and just try to intercept any water before it goes down into the ground next to the foundation and carry it away, and you can do that with you know plastic pipe for a couple hundred bucks and uh, you know sleeve plastic pipe. 
that might also be a solution for you. Yeah. Well, I have to do something that's satisfactory to the buyer. Or find a different no, buyer in this market. <laughs> I mean, if that's something to, well, to me, if I'm the buyer and, and I knew what I was doing, that's a small issue. I mean, that's not a huge issue for the house. It's an easy fix. Um, so, it, I mean, they have to find something, and they found something. So, um, yeah, those ash dumps always collect water. I mean, that's. <laughs> do you need a number for a professional that can help you? Yes, I do. Okay, uh, give Joel a call. It's on Joel at Just Ask Home Maintenance. 248-535-1759. All right. Well, I do appreciate it. And I also uh, sent you an email on your website, so you can now ignore that. And I do. We actually already responded to it, so that's okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. God Thank you bless very you. much. Great day. Appreciate your call. You, you too. too. You too. You know what, Chuck? What is it now? We're up. I think we're around twenty emails averaging a day. We have over three hundred uh, unique visitors to our website a day. People coming and checking out our team partners. We are so happy and very proud that people are starting to get the message. For any and all your housing needs, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. We are your local resource for anything housing. Yeah, and if you find somebody that you felt didn't take good care of you, we do want to know about it. If you find somebody from our website because, or from any referral we make, because we make referrals that are not on the website as well. On a regular basis, we make referrals um, for people who are not on our website. Um, I mean, only handyman we have right now on the website is uh, McFarland Painting. They have a handyman division, but we are always recommend recommending um, handy persons. Um, that are good. We know they're good. They may not be a team partner, but everything we see, they have taken care of us. Now, we did recently recent, or take care of our listeners. Handymen are very unique, Chuck, and people need to understand when they're calling a handyman. Most handyman companies, if they're doing it right, they're going to have a minimum charge when they come out to your house, and they're going to let you know what that charge is. Absolutely. What you want to know is what's the charge after that point. It's usually a half an hour or an hourly rate. I guess some may have 15-minute rates. Yeah. But uh, that's what you need to find out. Yeah, and they might have material charges. We're going to charge you for the materials we use, which makes sense. Um, make sure you know that ahead of time, and, and you should sign a work order. We said this yesterday yeah. before they move ahead. With at least a really good estimate of what their total cost would be, and, and the final cost should be real close to whatever that estimate is. We got an email from somebody this week that called somebody out. They were given a number uh, over the phone. So they said, yeah, come on out. And then that number, I think, doubled or more Yes. for the same work. Yes, once they were out. Yeah, once they were out. It's like, well, that's not right. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case. The homeowner legitimately felt ripped off, if you remember the email, correct? Yeah, it was originally 238 and it ended up 429 Okay. And it was the work that the owner wanted done. According to the owner, he, uh, nothing was added to the work. And that was a very popular handyman company. Yeah. And I just think more than anything else, Chuck, there, there wasn't the right communication at the starting point. Do you agree with that? Well, uh, that written proposal, you know, that work or authorization, I, I think is so important. Yeah. 
Do you know what we found? We have heard this from our listeners, that so many people, once they get in front of a contractor, they, they don't even read the contract because they need the work done, and they know if they don't sign it, they're not going to get it done. We're going to recommend against that every time, and we'll continue talking about that when we get back from break, as along with taking your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS. You know, you won't have an issue like that if you deal with a professional because the professionals are used to putting everything in writing, including cost. And one of those companies that we know that can come in in a day or two, rip out that old ugly bathtub you've got <laughs> that you've been dealing with and install a beautiful new walk-in shower would be bath. Welcome to the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR. From the roof to the basement, from the street to the back fence, they've got you covered. Here are Chuck Bridenstine and Ken Calverly. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. This final hour, again, is all about you. The phone lines are open, 888-654-4897. Along with the InsideOutsideGuys.com for any and all your housing needs, make sure you head to the Guys Facebook page. Every week we... uh, we put out the articles that you can read yourself at the Detroit News Home Style section. We put it out on Facebook. We have a lot of great back and forth with our listeners. And you guys are using the messaging, uh, what do you call that, the messaging option to send a lot of great questions uh, to the inside outside guys we really really do appreciate yeah it. if you haven't seen it it's fun everybody we talk to that regularly visits that can't miss it because they enjoy it so much you're right chuck um big surprise farmers almanac said we're going to have a, a, a another bad winter oh my god you're using hold on you're the one who introduced me to the farmers almanac years ago so don't don't First of all, you couldn't read back then. That's true. And there are no pictures in that book. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even I, I I don't even want to talk about it. Every winter for the past twelve winters, they said it's going to be a bad winter in our area. Are they ever right? No. <laughs> You're shaking your head. No. There are I mean, we really have seen the proof of that over the last few years, have haven't we? The biggest thing that I I've always liked about that and the reason I pick one up has more to do with uh, there's some great vignettes and anecdotes and historical data, which, well, I was going to say you can't lie about, but I don't think they lie about. The predictions, I've never paid much attention to. So you just you read it for the articles. That's what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> we get it. We get it. 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Meg in Livonia. Good morning, Meg. You're on with the guys. Good morning, guys. You know, how do flies get in the house besides, like, going in and out of the door? You know, I can see one or two normally sneaking in, but this has been ridiculous. Uh, I I got one of those strips that you put on the, the window, and there are, like, 30 of them on there. Ooh. So can, yeah. they, can the flies they, smell they something? They well. Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, okay. oh, goodness, yes. But here's here's what you need to do, okay? Um, we want you to, at night, turn every light in your house on and try to walk around and look around the edges of your windows and look around where the where the siding meets the actual concrete of the house. Um, they're getting in some way, and they are extremely small, and they can fit through holes half the size of their body. So you, it, that you're also going to do what's called air sealing at the same time. So once you identify those holes, it's up to you to figure out which is the best way to plug those holes from the inside or outside. 
and what's the best material to use, which would probably be either a caulking or a spray foam insulation. This is something new. I've been here about seven or eight years, never had this up until last week. So can the, can the flies smell something that humans can't? I know they have a very strong sense of smell. If I ever cook with garlic, they really try to get in the house. Now, we're just talking about normal house flies, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, not gnats or anything like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, uh, so, could they? I'm having uh, your guys am, amnesty. They're coming out Wednesday because I called in um, a few days ago about the uh, cold uh, bedroom, and you said that it could be aero seal is needed. Yeah, we spoke about that yesterday. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. So they're coming out Wednesday. And uh, could it be that, could they be coming in, if there's a hole in the vent, could they be coming in from there? They could. There could be something dead in your ducts that where they're breeding. I mean, they're either breeding inside the house based on a food source, or like Ken said, which I tend to default to, they're coming in cracks and gaps. One thing you might try also is to spray a pesticide uh, all around the house where the siding meets the foundation and then all around the exterior of windows and doors. Now, okay, if, you, you if you're not what? comfortable I, doing that, if you're not no, comfortable doing I'm that, not, we have I'm a company, Rove. Okay, well, Rove, so is Rove Pest Control. They're going to come out and they're going to use organic materials as well to come take care of that. So you may want to consider calling them. Well, you know, could there be a dead rodent in the attic? Ma'am, there could be a dead rotor, like Chuck said, in in your supplies, you know, your your duct system. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't noticed the smell, chances are small. Sometimes people don't even I don't, notice the I smell. I don't. I haven't noticed. Okay. No, let's I be haven't. honest. You are killing those flies. That sticky paper doesn't, you know, yeah. encourage long And then how do I get that off? Is that hard to get off the wall without making a mess with flies falling all over? Okay, what kind of trap? Are you using a uh, fly paper? Is that what you're using? Yeah, it, it's by Raid, and you, you peel both sides, you put it on the wall, and it's, uh, you can't see through it, but it's sticky, and the flies stick to it. Yeah, well, it should come off the wall very it easy. Does. The side that is being stuck to the wall is not the same material that is catching the flies. So oh, okay. Okay. that should come off right. the wall very easily. But I tell you, your best bet is fly paper. They still sell it. You can hang it, you know, in a corner where you're never going to walk by and hit it. And, that stuff she's know, talking about does work well. I it, use that. It does yeah. work well, Chuck. I know you've had flies in your house. It's hard. You open up a door, fly gets in, and they they may breed once they get in there. So it's really almost impossible to keep them out of your house this time of year, especially. But there are ways to control them. So we appreciate well, your call, you know Thank you for. Thank you. We got to go to break. We apologize. Thank you so much. Hey, we do appreciate the calls like that. You know, earlier we talked about Kanga roofing. If you've got a roof that doesn't need replacing, but it does need some servicing and a guarantee and pricing that you can look at as they look at the roof and talk to you, then Ken and I always suggest Four Seasons Kanga roofing. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. want to remind you, the phone lines are open, 888-654-4897. Chuck, we've been getting a lot of emails lately about asbestos and people concerned about asbestos in their homes. 
And there are areas, especially in older furnaces, older boilers, a lot of the tile that is either on their floor and sometimes on their wall and even ceiling um, in the older homes could have asbestos in it. But what we want to make sure we tell people is asbestos is not a danger until it is messed with. If you leave it alone, there's no danger. Yeah, when it becomes what they call friable, which is dust-like. Particles, right. Yeah, then then you, you might breathe it in. Then it's an issue. It's funny. We just moved our daughter, whom we love dearly, <laughs> <laughs> into a duplex in Grand Rapids. It's probably a 100-year-old house, but it, it has... Asbestos siding with a fresh coat of paint. looks beautiful. Fresh coat of paint's the key, eh? And down in the basement, which she probably won't venture into much. I had to kind of drag her down there a few times to explore it. But uh, there were pipes wrapped in asbestos, and they were. it was stable. It was actually beautifully done. It could have been done a year ago, you know, much less 50 years ago, which it probably was done. And uh, I have no concerns about her living there. I love that. You know, what's funny is we didn't, I didn't even tell you we were going to talk about this subject on the no. break. <laughs> it's just an email that a couple of emails we've gotten recently about it. And then you come up with that story. What, what great timing. So I know how much you love your children. You have no concern about did. her leaving a home that has asbestos in it and is actually made of exterior. I mean, asbestos. you think of it. Yeah, she walks in that house and she's surrounded by it because of the oh, exterior side. You're a monster. He did a mesh. <laughs> But it, but it's good. I literally, of course, you know me. I, I have to look at the house anyway and see sure. how it's maintained and sure. if the bones are good, yada, yada. And, and uh, no, I have – I love that product. It's funny. We talked to the window companies, window replacement companies, and the problem with that old asbestos siding, if you're not careful taking off a piece, it'll break. It's very brittle. Sure. Sure. And – they try real hard never to do take it off because of the fact that you can't go out and buy another piece to put on. Now, <laughs> I know there are a couple places. <laughs> I know there's one up in the thumb somewhere. I know the um, Durist Hardware in, um, I, I believe it's Ace Hardware, Great Lakes Hardware in Berkeley, sold at one point replacement tiles. It's only the only thing you can find them now is in replacement tiles. Yeah, and I don't know if it's asbestos. I think they make a tile that looks like it. It's cementitious. Yeah. Well, that would definitely make sense. <laughs> that definitely makes sense. Yeah, where'd you buy that? Uh... <laughs> the black market, right? Black market asbestos. However, when a lot of people put siding on their homes on an existing asbestos house, they don't take the asbestos off first. They leave it on. They wrap it in a house wrap, which is the right thing to do. And then put the asbestos or the uh, siding right over top of it. Yeah, the the mitigation, uh, you know, the idea of taking it off would be a very expensive proposition. And if it's stable, why mess with it? I I, I got to tell you, but there's no doubt in my mind, and maybe this explains a lot to you, that I was exposed to it when I was a child. There's no doubt because we had it. We had it in the. <laughs> what are you giggling for here? We had it in the basement. I remember my father and I because there was a knowledge about it back then. We're talking the early '70s. My father and I breaking up the tiles that were on the walls oh. and ceiling when I was a kid with oh. no mask on, put them into big garbage bags and taking them out to the garage into, into, into the. Uh, I'm sure it, I did that when I first got in the industry right? without thinking. I mean, truly, we weren't inviting trouble, but yeah. And then we had the, the tile floors, and I remember having the scraper, not wearing any kind of mask or anything, and just scraping them up. And uh, you know, so far it's been okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I know, I know. When I was a kid, I was definitely. Ex- Exposed to it. I do think it's prolonged exposure to that friable product. Right. That, that's a bigger issue. Right. 
But in a lot of cases, you may have tiles, uh, especially floor tiles in basements, yep. that are not uh, an asbestos product. And really, the only way to know is to do t- testing. Get them tested. Yeah. But, you know, if those aren't coming up, we've had this question, too. They're not yeah. coming up on my floor. Can I carpet right over over top of them? The answer is yes. Absolutely. Leave, leave them alone. Carpet right over top of them. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Hey, how do you like the new digs here at the studio, buddy? Look at these countertops. They are. They're nice. Aren't they beautiful? Yeah, and what's interesting about them, it's a laminate. I know. It's not That's where I'm stone going. like everybody thinks you have to have, but nobody walks in and goes, oh, this isn't stone. That's why I brought this up, and I want to talk about the article as well. If you take, oh, if you take, if you take a picture good point. of this laminate, and you don't take a picture of the edges, and you say, what is that? Everyone's going to say, it's marble. Yeah. It's, it's granite whatever it may be. Now, people like us, we have the eye and notice the little lip on the edge, which gives it away as a laminate. But I got to tell you, there are so many wonderful choices. So this is probably one of the one of the least expensive of the countertop options nowadays. One time it was way up there, but nowadays. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because it originally kind of became the poor stepchild there for a long time. Yeah. And they've come out with better product that really is, I mean, if you go buy a lot of the raw laminate product, it's not cheap. The one thing I think they've done really well is if you order pre-made tops, they can vacuum form those edges such that you don't have any of that exposed edge sure. like we saw yesterday sure. or like we're seeing today. And uh, it literally looks like an integrated solid single piece, inch and a half, two inches thick. Absolutely. And, and here's what we're saying in, in the article explaining it. They're all such great options, whether it's a quartz, a granite, soapstone, Corian. There's no bad option, is there? I really don't think there is. I mean, the highest maintenance product that we mentioned, I think, might be marble. Uh, and that does require maintenance, a little care, a little gentleness, but it's pretty snotty, too. Uh I, I I've always been attracted, even though it only gets you can only get it in the darker shades, the old biology labs, the soapstone. Yep. And then slate, which is extremely hard and pretty rare. Uh but again, if you get it, it's gonna be dark. It's not gonna be that beautiful light color, you know, that a lot of people are trending toward. Uh those are pretty cool. And you know that I like butcher block too. I know you do. You've always uh, been a fan of butcher block. You can beat the tar out of butcher block. You can cut. You can take a chainsaw to cut your steaks. You can, and and <laughs> it, and it kind of just adds character to the top. And obviously, you can't do that to any of the other hard services you and I discussed in that article. That's a good point. That's what you have at your house in one area on your island. Yeah. What do you have on the rest of it? No, it's just the island. We have Corian on the right. rest of the tops. Yeah, and then butcher block for the island. And we do we we do everything on that island in terms of food prep. Now you mentioned one of the most maintenance is a marble. Um, I would I would probably say a butcher block probably needs as much. Maintenance, you know, people you say? say that, but I got to tell you, this is the third time I've had it, and I arguably don't do as much as I should. On occasion, I'll scrape the top. Okay, uh, and and that's pretty much it. Um, I will wash sealers? it with like white vinegar, but again, I'd like to sit here and go. I do that twice a week. I don't do it three times a year. 
Right. You know? Right, right, right. And that's what we mean by maintenance. So you don't ever put a sealer on top of that butcher no, block. But never. there are times you need to put sealers on top of marble and granite. That's exactly. probably one of the biggest mistakes people Big deal if you don't, matter of fact. Yeah. Hey, we've had a lot of rain, and we have a lot of rain coming. Oh, we do. And if you're, you're anywhere within the sound of our voices in the state of Michigan, we got a company that we know can take care of foundation issues. From the UP to Lake Michigan, the Lake Huron, all the way down. If you need foundation work, basement waterproofing, we want you to call Foundation Systems of Michigan. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Yeah, Ken and Chuck and you, the listener, we appreciate you. We ask you to pay the toll by telling everybody you know to listen to the Inside Outside Guys on Saturday and Sunday. Visit the Facebook page of the Inside Outside Guys and use InsideOutsideGuys.com. All right, and you also got us, you have us for another, God, my wife hates when I say that word. You have us for another two segments. Give us a call for any and all of your housing needs, 888-654-GUYS, which equals... 888-654-4897. You know what I noticed in my texting? Because I do a lot of voice reply and voice texting. Yes. It it spells the words gonna. Gonna. How does <laughs> not, it spell not going it? To, Will it do G-O-N-N-A? Yes. Yes. I know. I know. I'm a gonna. <laughs> go get that there contract. I got to take a look at that and take that out of there when I... Uh... Marshall Dillon. <laughs> I can't believe sometimes the spell so check old. stuff that those machines do on you. It's like, come on. Do you know what I can't believe? How much spelling doesn't matter to people anymore. Well, that's true. I mean, I was I was a terrible speller for years until I had to start answering a ton of emails. I've gotten a lot better. You'll attest to that. I agree with you. But most people, I think, have uh, gone backwards when it comes to spelling. It, it amazes me that they don't <laughs> care about cap- capitals. They start a sentence with and. and. I mean, who am I to talk? But those were all things when I was growing up you don't do. Yeah. yeah it is funny. Never today. see that the Inside Outside Guys article. <laughs> no, no, sir. Re- we try it. real hard. Right. <laughs> you brought up an interesting email. I did? Yeah, that you took a picture of. Oh, yeah. Let me go to that, that because these are – I get a kick out of these. We want these, but uh, let me pull this thing up. Here we go. Is looking anything for, today cheap and easy? <laughs> looking for a reputable, reliable, cost-efficient deck builder. And we'll get this person exactly – well, we'll we'll get them for sure reliable and reputable. We can get them that, Right. But the cost effective, that is such a moving target. And cost effective is a relative phrase efficient. anyway. I'm sorry, efficient. How's uh, that work? Even, even more so. Right. I mean, we can guarantee value with the referrals we give you. Guaranteed. Primarily because, uh, really, because we look for people that have long warranty, that have integrated you know, material and labor and training. and A history as well. Yeah. But in terms of... Is it going to be cheap? Ain't nothing cheap today. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You are so <laughs> right, Chuck. You are so right. I told you about an issue I'm having at home with a with a generator. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, boy. And if it can happen to you, oh, <laughs> like like they care who I am. <laughs> but it's amazing. You, yeah. you talk to people to be a mechanic. What probably would have cost to fix an engine, you know, twelve hundred bucks, let's say, two years ago, is two thousand today, and everyone is getting sticker shock when they're hearing these prices. But here's one thing we can guarantee everybody out there is the prices are not going to go down. 
we might see commodities pricing flatten out yes. and subside a little bit, but there's no way if you're paying a guy 20 bucks today that next year if the market turns you're going to give him 15. Right. That will not happen. Right. The insurance adjuster is not going to call and say, "Guess what, Ken? Your workers' comp and liability is a lot cheaper this year." You know, the, the rates have gone down. Yeah, yeah. Utilities aren't going to call someone to say, we decided to give you a break. Yeah. It's just not going to. But here's the most recent history you and I have goes back 10 years plus to when the housing crisis started. I, I, I remember 2007 them saying it's going to be a slow or, or a quick one. It's not going to last a long time. Um, those prices, we kept getting every, I'm not kidding, like we hear this from our, our roofing suppliers. They'll get five price increases in six months, every month to get another letter. Siding. And at that time back then, we were paying $4 a gallon for gas. And that was all their, one of the reasons they can, when the price went back down for the fuel, like you just said, the prices for material never went back oh, down. Oh, heck no. No. And a lot of those are petroleum-based products. I mean, Lord knows I've been in the industry forever, and it just doesn't happen. I always say... When, when you see a price escalation, that is now the new bottom rung of the pricing ladder. Right, right, yeah. right. Cost of value, yeah. the report that comes out, cost of value, uh, that's going to be, on a, on, a, on a quarterly basis, I believe that comes out, something that's going to make people, if they want to try to keep up with the prices, it's going to be a place they're going to want to go to, to try to keep up with those prices. The thing is, it's all relative. It's, it's the old thing about it's a buyer's market. You know, So if the market demands... If 2,000 people want decks and the market can only deliver 1,000 decks, then those 1,000 decks are going to be more expensive. I mean, that's what – that's And, and here, here's, here's what we said to people, and, and we say it in the most respectful way. We understand that you may not have the money or you may think it's an outrageous price, but that person isn't going to stop doing jobs if they're making the money that they're demanding to come do your job. You, you're the one that has to find a way to make that – to make the job happen. Sadly, you do. Because um, the reality is when the market turns, I mean, in 2008, when, when all the builders were starving, no sure. one said, let's get the legislature to pay those guys money because they're they're broke, but we want them to stay in Michigan so right. they'll be ready when the market turns. Good point. Ain't a single person said that. So they've got to charge what the market will bear today. We had, we had an email from, well, we get so many, but one that stands out uh, was somebody that wanted just a small remodel done. Okay. And they can't find anybody. We're going, you may not find anybody for that. When it comes to small jobs, especially jobs I mentioned earlier that take a handyman, people, you have to pack your patience. What you want to do more than anything else is get on their list. I hate to say it that way. That's true. I, I hate to say it that way, but get on their list because – we have a hard time finding some of these people for you. We do it, but we have to do our research. We don't want to just refer anyone out to you. So we'll talk about that after we take a few phone calls. 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Frank in Livonia. Good morning, Frank. You're on with the guys. Yes, good morning, guys. Uh, I've got a question about iWave uh, furnace filters. Uh, I'm considering getting one, and uh, I hear that it's it, it's able to detect... Uh, uh, bacteria and stuff in the uh, in the air, and uh, uh, that it's, it's supposed to be very good. And I also would like to know: is there any way that I can um, detect it myself? You know, to see the before and after. In, in other words, is there some sort of 
way that I can measure uh, if it's really doing the job. Well, a lot of these now are smart. I don't know if you have you investigated whether they have a smart product that may uh, require you to download an app because the prices, I mean, you could find prices anywhere no. from 350 plus. Um, the, the, I, I'm going to speak to my partner here. The product's a great product. We A lot of our um, team partners installed this product, and it was very popular when the pandemic first started. Um, every other the email probably for, for a while. Excuse me? The iWave is very popular? The iWave, um, the Air Scrubber, um, any of those kind of products were very popular once uh -huh. the pandemic hit. Okay. All right. And, and then you're saying that there's an app that I can download on my iPhone? To, no, uh, you you asked if you can monitor it some way, and that would be the only way I could yes. think you'd be able to monitor it if they if there's a smart feature on one of these. Chuck, any idea if there is? I don't think there is on the iWave okay. uh, in terms of monitoring how much bacteria gets oh. killed, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Um, they usually work in conjunction with a media filter, you know, oh, so okay. maybe you'll see more particulate accrue more quickly in the initial few weeks of use in the media filter that would tell you that that this thing is working well uh, other than that I really don't know if there is any such thing yeah when you say media filter is that are you referring to the like like the four inch thick uh, filter or is it uh, just the uh, you know the normal uh, one inch or whatever you know the, the smaller filter filter that is. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Okay. Um, sorry, Frank, I had a couple technical issues there. Let's stick with the phones and talk to Cheryl in Garden City. Good morning, Cheryl. You're on with the guys. Hi, Cheryl. How you doing? Good, ma'am. How can I we help question. you? How, because my neighbors spray um, some flowers with the runner-up or something, and the, the air and, and the smell coming to my house. So maybe he sprayed too close to my property and get to my air-conditioned air. How I can stop and help myself? Well, is it a neighbor, is it a neighbor spraying or is it a company coming in and spraying? He spray. Okay, tell you what, ma'am. If you want to keep listening, we'll talk okay. about this when we get back. We get back from the break, Cheryl. Okay. In the meantime, you hear us talk about Motor City Floors and Cody. You hear Paul W. talk about them. The original in the Motor City for getting rid of those temporary floor finishes that don't last, those ones that oil and gas destroy. If you want a permanent solution to your concrete floors to make them beautiful and safe, Ken and I suggest Motor City Floors and Coatings. Here for you today and every day. 
This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. We've got one segment here to take a couple of phone calls, but I think is Cheryl still on the line with us? No, I don't believe so, but yes, we can I'm try here. to. Oh, yes, yes, there. I'm here. Cheryl, the first thing we would do is just go and ask them what they're spraying. You know, what is the product that they're spraying? A lot of people now are, are very aware of of the old toxins that were used, and they want to try to stay natural, and hopefully it's a more organic product that they're spraying. We would start there. I mean, because if they're spraying on their property, there's really not a whole he bunch you can tell. do about it. He yeah, won't tell? He won't tell because he, no, he won't tell because he, he tried to be sneaky. Usually he get up early in the morning, like 5 o'clock, or people not home. And there's quite like maybe a few few houses. You know, he the bushes is dying in grass. So we just have a hard time over here. I just want to find out if I can help with some some kind of something. You know, even for my air conditioning filter change or something put down there because the air go inside my house. Yeah. Over, Do you over. smell it inside your home? Is that the idea? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he spelled, if he sprayed the, 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 the liquid close to, to my door, if I open the garage door or front door, the air go inside and stay inside for a long time. So I'm just thinking what else he sprayed when I'm not home. And what he is spraying, once he sprays it, it is dying. So it's definitely some kind of weed killer or something like that, correct? Is that what you're right, saying? Right, because, you know... He got fence and he got weed, so he don't clean up the weed, so he just come over and spray it, and, and they die to the, to the ground. And sometimes he you know, goes only fire and spray mice. I mean, the only thing I could say is if you had a, I don't know if you're, if you're comfortable with your camera, uh, taking some video of this when he's doing it and then talking maybe to the DEQ, Chuck. Well, I'd be trying not to breathe it. I mean, he might be spraying a perfectly legal product like Roundup or something. That's true. You know, any herbicide that he can buy off the shelf, he's, he's allowed to use on his own property. So I guess my thing would be try not to breathe it in, you know, maybe leave the house for a few hours, uh, close the windows and door. I hate to say that. No, that's all you're right. I mean, you're right. It it probably isn't, um, especially if it's not killing anything on your side of the fence or on your property. Here's, here's one we get a lot. People's neighbors in an apartment building or a condominium complex smoke. And no matter what they smoke, they have every right to smoke in their apartment, even though it really bothers the people next door. So we don't know how else but we can help you, ma'am. Like we apologize. Not, yeah, it looks like he, he do for purpose. So he just moved in a few years ago. We here for years and years from the beginning of the, of the city. And he tried to make, he tried to get smart with that this way, you know, like rule, rule the city and do this or do this, you know. And then you can see next day your bushes are dying from your, yeah. Then you well. Because the street neighbors. Well, yeah, if it's if it's affecting other people's bushes, then you need to take some video of him doing that if it's affecting the bushes on your side or your neighbor's side. So thank you so much for the call, Cheryl. We greatly appreciate it. Good luck with that. But that that's a tough one. I tell you, I really feel bad when we get those emails of people asking about the smokers in their house because we can, re- yeah. we can recommend all the furnace filters we want to, um, but all you can really do is mask odors like that, if you can even do it then. It's funny, uh, if you recall talking to Steve Dickinson, 
yesterday yes. from 12 to 1, he mentioned that they, they went around a place in, like an adjoining unit in a condominium, I think, and did what you and I suggested where you, you, you get under the baseboards and run caulk, you get above the baseboards and run caulk, any common wall breaches, anything, a, a light fixture, a receptacle, you you seal those off, you know, to try to prevent any air movement between the two spaces. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just a brutal situation. It is. Okay. It is. Keep the fans going. Keep the ceiling fans going as much as you can just to try to move the air. But you're right. It is feel brutal. bad for her. Yep. Yep. I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. It, it would, yeah. That's too bad. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. want to remind people at the InsideOutsideGuys.com, if you get a chance to go there, make sure you take a look at the entire page. We have old shows. If you want to listen to, you miss a show on a weekend, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com. They're posted the following Monday, and you can listen to old shows. We have a page that is a special offers page. If you call one of our team partners, um, you bring them out. Once they're there, get the price. Then show them that coupon on that special offers page. You get even a little bit more as well. And of course, we have the ask a question page, which we are constantly monitoring, constantly trying to keep up. Sometimes we apologize; it takes us a few days to get back. And sometimes, which happened to me a couple times this week, Chuck, is they they punch in their wrong email address. Because here's what we do when we get your emails: we copy your email and paste it onto a return email. Okay, or because it's not as easy as hit reply. There's no doubt we can, it's impossible for Chuck and I to get your email wrong. We send it to you, it gets bumped back saying non recipient. We had that happen this morning early. Yep. And we always double check, you and I both do, because like you've already created an answer. You know, you exactly. created a response, exactly. you tried to send it. Uh, that happened this morning. And then here's something else that happened this morning. Um, the end of the email was, uh, typed as smeritech.com. There you go. And took a stab and said, probably get rid of the S, put in an A, smeritech.com. And, I <laughs> and really it went don't through. Know. No, no, that happens a lot. We'll, we'll get <laughs> a dot know. OM, and they just didn't hit the C hard enough for dot com. And we just ask you to double check in before you send yeah. it to us because we don't ever want to not get back to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you took the time to email us, we'll take the time to email you back. Um, but those just Push us back a little bit further, don't they? <laughs> well, it's, it's like, gee, do I put the S in there? <laughs> <Do I? laughs> Another thing, too, people, we don't monitor our, our phone number during the week. Uh, it's, that would just be too much, everyone, to answer phone calls. Try to play phone tag is the brutal part oh, of it. You're you call us, right. leave a message. We call you, leave a message. You call us back when we're eating dinner. We're not going to pick up. I mean, it just so we just don't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a policy, right? Policy it, and procedure. It has to be. <laughs> it has I mean, to be. I agree. Yeah. But we are always here at the InsideOutsideGuys.com to answer any and all of your emails. Make sure you take advantage of it. And then during the week, Detroit News Homestyle section, great articles. Please check those out. Those are all ways to help you with your home. Every once in a while, we'll give credit or mention one of our team partners who can help you with whatever we're talking about at that point. I believe um, Waterwork Plumbing is a longtime team partner we mentioned last Boy, week. Boy, they are. It's funny because I was just re remembering as you spoke, Joe Ellis, you know, from Basements Plus. Yes. Yeah. Talking about how hard your sump pump was working this past week. Make you're sure right. that you're listening for it. Make sure you're aware that the, the base of the unit is not plugged. How many people have we talked to in the last week said, I got stones in the bottom of my crock? That'll ruin the impeller. Just like an attic. 
but smaller. The sump pump is an out-of-sight, out-of-mind subject. People never like to go in that room, or even worse, they don't want to lift that cover up to take a look at what's down there. It's so important. We get emails of actual animals being dead in people's sump pumps because oh, yeah. they find their way in. I found dead mice in the impellers in people's units. Yeah. 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 So please, think about those out-of-sight, out-of-mind areas around your home. And the problems aren't going to go away by ignoring it, but we have professionals, a lot of professionals that Chuck and I trust, not just at the InsideOutsideGuys.com, but over 80 years of combined housing experience. In our secret black book. There you go. Yep. So we got the people for you for any and all of your housing needs. Go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com or the InsideOutsideGuys on Facebook. Why, Ken? Why? Why, why you say why? why? Because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence. If you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day. Thank you, our listeners, and thank you, Danielle, back at the uh, World Headquarter booth behind the glass there for making everything sound so good. Bye-bye.